Hey, I'm Ashley Waldbauer, and you're listening to Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted, a podcast slash audio diary where we prioritize gratitude and unpack why we keep on persisting. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted. It's me. It's your girl, Shlee. I hope that you guys have all had an amazing week. Um, mine has been fine. <laughs> I'll give you a little update slash catch up with what's going on in my life. Um, so still in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Still kicking it here. We're go-going Josephing. Go-go-Josephing? There we go. That's really what I wanted to say. Anyway, uh, doing Joseph here. Um, uh, yeah, rehearsals are fine. Rehearsals are good. I'm, it's a lot of highs and lows, to be honest. Um, yeah, every day is really different. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's just a hard roll. It's a really hard role and I'm getting in my head about certain things and and I'm trying to fight that basically. Um, so yeah, just trying to shoo away all of the negative self-talk. But um, yeah, it's a journey. It's definitely a journey doing this show. Some days I have really good days and some days I don't have great days. But you know what? Grateful for the bad days just as much as I'm grateful for the good because you know what? Life would be boring without the bad days. And plus, you wouldn't be able to recognize the good without the bad days. Am I right? We're trying to look at this situation glass half full. Yeah, I'm making it sound like I'm having a bad time. I'm not. I am having a good time. It's just I'm tired. (laughs) Mentally, physically, pretty tired. So I'm just trying to make sure I really take care of myself. So I'm just a little tired. But that being said, I'm still happy to record. I'm still happy to prioritize the gratitude because I need it today. And I hope that you do too. Um, Yeah, but full circle moment. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. (laughs) I'm not doing a very good job convincing you, but I really am. The people that I'm working with are really great. Lots of new friendships, lots of new people to work with. Um, I'm having a good time. (laughs) It's just, you know, my silly brain gets in the way. But let's jump into the gratitude list, right? Let's do it. Um, Today is kind of a long gratitude list, which I'm all about. So let's get started. First on the list, um, Duncan. It's been hitting real hard lately. Um, I don't know what it is about Fredericksburg's Duncan, but um, I'm into it. And I'm usually like not really a hardcore Duncan person, not even in the city, which... I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but um, mostly because I make my own coffee at home and I'm in a hotel room. Um, Not that I don't love drip coffee, do love drip coffee, but sometimes you need a latte and there's a Dunkin' literally like a two minute walk from me. Um, Yeah, and it's been hitting hard. Uh, And listen, I've been obsessed recently with their blueberry glazed donut. It is so good. And I'm not usually a donut gal that like, well, no, I'm a donut gal. I am not a gal who likes fruit in her donuts or just like fruit in dessert anyway. I'm just not a fruit dessert human. Um, But this dessert, are donuts desserts? I don't think so because they're kind of breakfast foodie. It's like a breakfast dessert. Huh. What a random thought, but a valid one. Um, yeah. Anyway, the glazed donut hits hard. Big fan of Dunkin' right now. It is just 
so good and so easy to get here. So yeah, Duncan, shout out to you, babes. Okay, number two, rehearsal telepathy. So in a previous episode, I feel like I just said telepathy in general as one of my gratitude points, and this one is very similar. Okay, to be completely transparent, there have been a couple of times in rehearsals where something has happened and it's just like a big eye roll moment, um, which every rehearsal room has. I don't feel like I'm throwing too much shade here, but it's nice to lock eyes with another performer and be on the exact same page and you know what the other person is thinking. And I appreciate that rehearsal telepathy so much. It just makes me feel less alone, makes me feel less crazy. Um... Yeah, once again, no shade. Nothing crazy has happened. I'm just saying (sighs) rehearsals can be frustrating sometimes, and that's okay because artists. (laughs) That's my reasoning why. Because artists, take that how you will. All right. (laughs) Okay, number three on the list is learning a new skill. So... (laughs) I do love my Joseph cast so very much because um, my friend Sarah, shout out to Sarah, um, she has been juggling or has learned how to juggle and um, it kind of has caught like wildfire amongst some of the cast members and so I've been learning how to juggle Um, and oh my god it is so much fun plus I'm just like a competitive human and I'm like I gotta learn how to do this Um, and so yeah it's just a good time and it's fun to watch other cast members learn how to do it too and um, yeah I'm just very competitive with myself so I'm (laughs) whenever I'm at the the cast house because there are some cast members that live in the cast house and Sarah and other friends live there so they have the juggling balls at the cast house so any chance I get while I'm at the cast house I juggle oh my gosh how many times have I said cast house and juggling in that gratitude point so many but uh thankful for it very fun highly recommend next on the gratitude list I don't even know what we're at four maybe one two three four yes four um accountability partners oh love a good old accountability partner mostly because I love a routine um so my girlfriends Grace and Caitlin hey shout out loyal podcast listeners um we've been going to the gym together um a lot during the week um before rehearsals and it's just nice to have accountability partners who will get you up out of bed and uh out and about into the gym in our case um plus it's just so much more fun to work out with people which is what I've said before but um Yeah, it's a good time. I have a lot of fun. Number five, Target. And specifically, Targets that aren't in New York. Because Targets in New York suck so badly. So whenever I'm outside of the city or like at home visiting or whatever, I'm like, yes, I'm going to go to Target because they're just so much better. Which is, you know, a blessing and a curse because I'm like, do I need to spend this amount of money at Target? No, but yes. Yes, I do. Um, Yeah, and there's a Target literally like, across the way from my hotel so it is just always so incredibly tempting oh I love a not New York City target (laughs) all right next on the list is a little song moment so I found this song off of TikTok of this um guy doing a cover of the song and it's called The Bug Collector by Hayley Hendricks I think is how you pronounce her name um yeah I don't know if this is like a popular song or not sometimes I feel silly like um suggesting songs because I mostly listen to like Billie Eilish and Beyonce and like more well-known people um because I'm basic and 
also listen to a lot of musical theater. Um, so it's really good. I love the guitar part. Um, let me know if you've ever heard of this song. It's also on my playlist that I created for this podcast. And you can find it once again in my link tree on Instagram, which you can follow me at Nevertheless Shelly Persisted. Please do it. We have a good time on Instagram. Um, but yeah, it's very pretty. I like it a lot. The lyrics are interesting too. I don't know. I don't know. You just have to go listen to it and let me know what you think. Yeah, but I love a good acoustic guitar moment. All right, next up on the list, rainbows. Okay, it has been so long since I've seen a rainbow, but I saw one the other day after it rained and oh my god, I was like, hey, you exist. I forgot that rainbows kind of existed because I don't really, I don't think I've ever seen one in New York, I can tell you that. Um, yeah, and I'm sure I've seen them in Washington. I know I've seen them in Washington, but once again, I haven't lived there since 2019. So yeah, it just had been a hot second since I had seen a rainbow, but oh, how cool this earth man how cool that the they can do that <laughs> hmm anyway big fan of rainbows okay last on the gratitude list and also one of my favorite gratitude points of this week is um women in the romance section of barnes and noble so my girlfriend caitlin and i which we are also gym buddies and accountability partners um once again hey caitlin shout out to you um we went to barnes and noble the other day after going to the gym because it was our little treat and um we were in the the romance section and we were like asking each other questions about some of the books that we were seeing being like have you read this book blah, blah, blah. and there was two women beside us that like also kind of chimed in our, on our conversation and were like answering our questions and they were super cool and nice and then it kind of like happened and again with another woman and I was like wow what a great little community we have here I love this section of Barnes and Noble and yeah it just was awesome I love women I love women supporting women I love women answering our questions um yeah they'll probably never hear this podcast but um thank you I appreciate your recs so incredibly much Speaking of books, I finished my 800-page book, The House of Breath and Sky one that I posted on my Instagram and talked about last week. Finally finished it. Took me forever and ever. I'm in. But oh my god, guys. It was so good. If you've read A Court of Thorns and Roses, you have to read the Crescent City series. The ending of the second book, ugh, it just like blew my mind. It was so, so incredibly good please read it. Let me know what you think. If you need to borrow it, let me know. Hit me up. I will get it your way for sure because I have the two books and the third one is coming out in January, which is oh, way too long. But um, I, I get it. Writing an 800 page book must be exhausting and time consuming. So that is my gratitude list of the week. I hope that you have been keeping up with what's on your gratitude list and prioritizing gratitude in your life um, because it really truly makes my days better. I don't know about you, but um, yeah, it's just really helped me change my outlook on life. Um, and I'm a much happier person because of it, even when life is like a roller coaster. I just had this like vivid uh, image of Lilo and Stitch because of the Hawaiian roller coaster ride song. Anyone else? Nope, just me. All right. Anyway, that's my gratitude list. Woohoo! Okay, so let's dive into my thoughts and feelings of the week. Um, I've mulled over so many different topics for this week, but landed on the concept of 
dimming your light or toning yourself down or making yourself small, whatever way you want to say it. So this idea or thought kind of popped up for me when I was at a little cast gathering this week and um, caught myself during this gathering toning myself down or even monitoring myself, um, which was interesting uh, because I hadn't really clocked that before in a social gathering like this because it was like I, you know, was having fun and being a little bit louder and boisterous and I caught myself being like whoa 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 Ashley you need to tone it down like you were being too much right now which is funny because I was in a house full of extroverted performers um so in the moment I kind of was like okay I'm gonna push that to the side and just kind of continue on my night but the next morning when I was journaling I kind of decided to dive into why that was And I found that I monitor myself quite a bit, way more than I thought I had, for sure. I think I chalked it up to, well, I'm still kind of getting to know these people and um, I, you know, once again, being vulnerable and showing all of myself right away, I think my brain was like, whoa, let's not do that. Hold your horses. Um, So I think that's kind of the excuse that I um, made for myself. But then after kind of deep diving and thinking about it this weekend, I think it goes honestly a lot deeper than that. I mean, there's so many different factors that kind of go into this. I mean, my first thought was like, well, duh, of course I'm monitoring myself. I've been taught to do that from a very young age because I'm a woman. Um, (laughs) I have been taught to make myself smaller and not take up very much space um, and all that jazz. So number one, society, woohoo. But number two, I kind of started thinking back to when I started monitoring myself or dimming my light, as you will. Um, because I had, I definitely haven't been like this always. Um, I mean, honestly, I've been thinking a lot about younger Shlee this week um, in elementary school and high school. Um, and she was honestly kind of a firecracker. Um, I remember being really bold and really outspoken. Um, like, Uh, one of the examples that I can think of is so funny now thinking about it, but um, in middle school, I went to a Christian school and um, every Monday we had chapel where the principal would get up and in front of all the students give like a little sermon, maybe a half hour or so long. And um, I remember going up to the principal in like sixth grade and being like, yeah, your um, sermons are kind of boring. Maybe you could kind of spice it up for the students. And like (laughs) the audacity of sixth grade Ashley in that moment. Um, That is just like something that is mind boggling to me now. Something that I don't I don't think I would truly ever do. Not that I'm going up to any pastor telling them their sermons are boring. But yeah, it just makes me laugh. And to be honest, and just as a warning, I feel like this podcast is about to have a lot of half-baked ideas, so just bear with me here. Um, But thinking about past Shlee, I was just like, is it a confidence thing? Is it because I just 
thought that I was untouchable and could do anything in the world that I wanted. Um, and no one had shattered any of my dreams or realities at that moment. I don't know. Is it just because I'm jaded now? Is it? I Yeah. I was just trying to think about when I really tried to, or really when I started monitoring myself. Because in high school even, I was super, super confident. And honestly, like, there were very few times where, like, I gave a fuck about what other people thought. So when did that change for me? To be honest, I don't really have an answer. Still kind of doing that self-reflection and deep dive on myself. But, I mean, at this point, I'm assuming it's college somewhere. I mean, I couldn't tell you what um, moment that was exactly for me. But, um... I do know that I definitely got a lot more insecure in college. And I don't even know if I would say insecure. I would say maybe more palatable, I think, is maybe the the better word choice there. I guess that's where I really started monitoring, monitoring myself and started caring what people thought, which is kind of sad. <laughs> anyway, this week, um, this week I've been kind of uh, grieving that that little feisty gal Ugh, i put eyeliner on today so i could make sure that i wouldn't cry during this episode but freaking i guess here we are anyway i've been kind of grieving my past self which is um i don't know if it's necessarily fair but it is how i am feeling this week anyway i think this thought of um young ashley feisty ashley um came to be because this week Someone was kind of being a dick to me and I just kind of thought like previous Ashley I think would have stood up for herself a little bit more and given them a piece of their own medicine but um, that's not what happened. <laughs> Once again, I mean I'm 25, I handle situations way differently now um, and I handled the situation well and honestly I think for the best but there was a little part of me that was like I just wish that I could unleash a little bit of hell on this person. Um, and then it kind of got me thinking a little bit more into what past Ashley versus new Schley, current Schley, present Schley looks like and how that correlates into the whole dimming your light thought that I had. And the thought, maybe this is just who I am now. Maybe I just am a quieter version of myself. Um, like in college, I remember vividly being complimented a lot on my quiet strength, which I took as a compliment and I think it is a compliment, but, um, but I think this week I'm <laughs> definitely a little sensitive to obviously past fiery Ashley. So it doesn't seem like a compliment this week. Anyway, so the thoughts of is this who I am now? Is this quiet strength? This this you know, a little bit more introverted human um, versus my old fiery past self? And then I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why can't I be both? which brought me down the rabbit hole of humans aren't black or white. I mean, I can't speak for anyone else, but I can at least speak for myself in the fact that like I live in the gray constantly. And there are so many different areas in my life where I consistently live in the gray. 
So like I've said in previous episodes, and I'm pretty sure this is how I introduced myself in the first episode, like I am a multi-hyphenate artist and human. I live in so many different spaces. Um, But I definitely this week felt the weight of like society being like, dude, you can only pick one path and you just need to be really good at that one thing. And that is just like not where I live and it's not where my brain lives. A couple examples of this are I am an ambivert, um, which is basically in the middle of extrovert and introvert. Like I love being extroverted. I love creating relationships and chatting with people and socializing, but I'm also an introvert in the sense of like I have to have time where I can recharge my battery um, or else I just like am physically and mentally drained. So I live in the gray in that area. And you think that this would be a good thing all of the time, right? Um, But this week even, um, (laughs) I found myself in rehearsal because we have really long days of rehearsal where we go from like noon to 10 p.m. sometimes with like a two-hour break for dinner. Um, And I find myself you know, in some moments being super extroverted with the cast and then because I have to kind of get into this mind space of like, do I remember all my lyrics? Do I remember all my blocking? Once again, the narrator's a really fucking hard role. So I become a little bit more introverted and kind of seclude myself. And when I go back and forth between those two things, um, I mean, obviously my cast members sense a shift or see a shift in those two different versions of myself. And so they're automatically like, what's wrong? Is something happening? Did something happen? Like, are you okay? What's going on? Um, Which I appreciate. Um, But it's also like a little like, why can't I live in both worlds? Like, I'm really just trying to find the balance of like getting to know these people that I'm working with. But I also have to make sure that I am on my A game and have my shit together for rehearsal as well. And I think that translates outside of the rehearsal room as well when there are moments where I have to decide like, okay, can my body handle a social gathering until 2 a.m.? Or do I need to make the executive decision for myself to stay in and rest and steam because we have a, a long rehearsal day the next day? I think that people find comfort in you being one thing. Like you know, my extrovert itself, like, oh yeah, Ashley's always down to go out after a show or something like that. That's just a little example and is probably not true. But um, I think people are, once again, comfortable with consistency and reliability. And in this process and in this show, I cannot give that. That kind of went down a little rabbit hole of a rant. Um, But another example of living in the gray is when it comes to my theatrical type. So if you're not in the theater industry, sometimes as actors, we get put into different boxes or uh, different stereotypes, like the ingenue or the comedic relief or the villain. Those are just very broad examples. But I have found that I don't really fit into a type. Um, And I've like always kind of felt this throughout my entire career to be honest. Um, And once again, it's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because there are so many different roles and things that I can plug myself into, which is why I am naturally a swing um, because I can play multiple roles in a show. But it's also a curse um, because sometimes when casting directors see that, they're kind of like, well, I don't know where to put you. You don't like perfectly fit in anywhere in the show. Like you kind of have a little bit of everyone, which is frustrating. 
But that being said, I view my, um, what I like to call chameleon self as a superpower and not a weakness. Um, I'm very thankful for the fact that I can do so many different things. Um, but okay, what does this have to do with dimming your light? bringing it full circle. So I had this thought of like in the industry, when you're going in for an audition or like a dance call or whatever, they're very much like, and by they, I mean casting, is very much like, we want to see your true authentic selves. Like show us your personality. Now, what does that mean? (laughs) To me, that means kind of like, they want to see your extroverted self. They want to see how well you can connect with the people on the other side of the table or the people that you're reading with in the room. Um, And I used to feel like that was almost being fake because when I get into audition mode, I actually feel like I become a little bit more of my introverted self, a little more focused, a little more um, observant just because I'm trying to preserve my energy for the room. Um... But that's not necessarily what casting wants all of the time. So I feel like when I bring out a little bit more of my extroverted self, I'm like not being very authentic. So the theater industry is kind of known for, you know, (laughs) bringing in so many different bold extroverted personalities. Like the stereotypical theater kid is like loud and kind of obnoxious and singing show tunes all of the time. And obviously that's not the case with like every theater artist. But I think walking into an audition room, I think people just expect you to kind of turn it on. I mean, at least people behind the table. They expect you to be your most extroverted, um, personable self. So when I'm asked to show my personality in the room, then I kind of almost get down on myself because I'm like, you're being too shy. You're you're dimming your own light. Like you just need to, to let yourself shine and be extroverted and like put yourself out there. But like, Who's to say I'm dimming my light by just being and being a little bit more introverted and quiet and observant? And once again, I know these ideas are kind of all over the place and very, very half-baked ideas, but I guess it's just this question of like, I don't know what version of myself is better. Is it better in this industry and in this world to be a little bit more extroverted and feisty and loud and boisterous or... Is it more my authentic self to be calm, collected, and organized and and introverted? And the conclusion that I've come to is, once again, why can't I be both? I think the past couple of years I've just gotten really comfortable with my introverted self, um, mostly because I feel like my extroverted self kind of got kind of got pushed around, I guess, kind of got told that I needed to dim my light. Um, I needed to tone it down um, and, (laughs) you know, bring my level 10 down to a four. Um, So I think I've just gotten really comfortable with my introverted self. But I would like to become reacquainted with my extroverted self a little bit more. I'm tired of being put in a box and I'm tired of just being one thing because society tells me to be one thing. I'm so incredibly tired of monitoring myself because I think it might rock the boat or because I just think, you know, someone's going to think I'm weird or too loud or obnoxious. Like the question that I pose myself is, I wonder how much I could level up in life if I just didn't dim my light. 
if I didn't constantly monitor myself or overthink every social interaction I have. I'm pretty tired of making myself smaller, not only physically, thanks society, but also emotionally in the sense of like not wanting to be a problem, not causing commotion or not causing conflict. And conflict is also a thought that I have been kind of mulling over the past week and honestly might be the topic for next week's podcast because I think conflict and how we view conflict in general is really interesting. So keep that in mind. Keep that in the back of your brain for next week. Um, But yeah, I'm just, I'm tired of making myself more palatable. Also, as a little side note slash side rant, I also wonder how much perfectionism ties into making myself smaller. I mean, monitoring myself definitely has to do with perfectionism because it's this, you know, fear or want or control of having to make every right move. And, you know, throwback to my um, recovering perfectionist episode, go listen to it. I think it's like one of the first couple episodes but you know perfectionism is the enemy of art and honestly I feel like perfectionism is the enemy of my extroverted self that really wants to show herself sometimes so that's the goal for myself this week is to just really focus on being me and whatever that means (laughs) this week whatever version of myself comes out like that's how I feel and that's what I'm gonna roll with I'm not gonna monitor myself I'm tired of it I'm so, so incredibly tired of dimming my light and making myself smaller just for someone else's comfort. Woof. Okay. What a mind dump that was. Thank you for sticking with me through this journey, um, which it definitely was a journey and hopefully some of it made sense. I don't know. Once again, it's just kind of a mind dump this week, but that's where I'm at. And yeah, I think that's pretty much all I want to say about that. Um, I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Um, I love you all. Thank you so much for listening and holding space for me and make sure you hold some space for yourself too this week um yeah let me know what your thoughts and feels are for the week too please reach out dm me let me know what you think all right okay i love you all bye